0: Welcome to the Love Letters to Poe podcast. I'm Sarah Crokel-Smith, publisher and editor-in-chief, bringing you wonder and terror, romance and horror, in this gothic fiction magazine. Each week, I'll be sharing a new gothic story or poem from the pages of Love Letters to Poe. You can find the original stories and poems, author interviews, your free copy of the magazine's inaugural issue— and much more at loveletters2poe.com. Today's Gothic story is titled Family Portrait, read by the author Nancy Bruca Clark. This story can be found in Volume 1, Issue 11 of Love Letters to Poe. I hope you enjoy this haunting tale. Family
1: Portrait by Nancy Bruca Clark Wilfred Fellows drew his handkerchief from the breast pocket of his morning coat Come, come, Hildegard, you mustn't make yourself ill. He proceeded to dab at his wife's eyes, all the while speaking briskly as one would to a distraught mare. You're going to bear many healthy children. Remembering how her impoverished father had given her hand in marriage to his oldest and richest friend, a three-time widower, promising him a fruitful union at long last, Hildegard whispered, but our precious Sarah lived only a few hours. What if it happens again? Never dwell on the past. He beamed down at her. Now, I have a surprise for you. I've hired a photographer to take a portrait of the three of us, babies all laid out nicely in the nursery. Bridget dressed her in her christening gown and bonnet. Out of bed with you and I'll ring for Bridget to put you in your loveliest frock. Stealing herself to behave as her father would have wished, Hildegard's hand moved to her belly. It's odd being slender again. He smoothed his thick white mustache. I will rectify that soon enough, my dear, I promise you. Months passed, but Hildegard showed no signs of carrying another child. If things don't improve soon, I shall schedule an appointment with Dr. Farley for you. Wilfred scowled. We'll see if a medical reason can be given for your barren state. Please don't use that word, Hildegard quavered. He pointed to the photograph hanging on the flocked red velvet wall of infant Sarah propped like a wax doll in her lap. Then behave accordingly. Your duty is to preserve my line into posterity. Remembering how the ancient mausoleum doors swallowed up the tiny white coffin. She murmured, I swear that I will never forget, not even for a moment. Instead of insisting on endless bed rest, Dr. Farley had recommended that Hildegard relax in the fresh air of springtime. Reveling in her good luck, she arranged the Wicker chaise Lounge to face away from the old stone mansion and toward a double row of blooming lilacs. Behind their intertwining branches lay the graveyard where the fellow's mausoleum rose like a miniature castle among the tombstones of lesser mortals. Shutting her eyes, Hildegard breathed in the sweet perfume and dozed. Mama? Hildegard bolted upright. A faint burst of giggles light as soap bubbles floated toward her. Bright against the lilac hedge stood four little girls, each taller than the last and all holding hands like paper dolls. Jaunty in their straw bonnets and white kid boots, they rose up, 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 white skirts billowing. "'Bye, Mama!' the littlest cried. "'Sarah, my darling! Precious Sarah!' Hildegard cried. "'Come back!' But the children had vanished over the top of the lilacs. Where had her darling Sarah gone? And who were all her little friends? She ached to know, but how could she ever find out? In their massive mahogany bed that night, Hildegard lay beneath her panting husband, thinking of their little girl. Her endless grief had made Wilfred turn against her. If she could let the memory of Sarah go, surely all would be well. "'I long for another daughter,' she whispered. "'Don't say that,' he growled, "'or I will see to it that you will have nothing and be nothing. "'Nothing.' do you understand? His hands were at her neck, grasping and squeezing. Wilfred, she choked, you're hurting me. After a terrifying moment, the deadly grip relaxed. Concentrate, he told her, on a son. Do you hear me? A son. As her maid helped her to dress the next morning, Hildegard asked, Bridget, am I like the others? The fingers stopped fastening the row of ivory buttons. The other wives, I mean. Yes, madam. Once more, the buttoning commenced. How? Bridget shrugged. Young. Pretty. Sweet. Dead. The word echoed in her aching head. Wasn't that what nothing meant? I have to ask you. Hildegard stopped, afraid to say what came next, even though it had kept her awake all night. Did did the others have a child? A daughter? A long silence filled the room. Yes, madam, so they did, each of them. And, and they all died? Yes, madam. The maid cleared her throat, just as your bairn did, in their sleep. In a quick burst, she added, all in the old tomb out there, all four of them, three with their mothers. Bridget, how did their mothers die? I can't say for sure, madam. Hildegard's hands shook as she reached toward the woman. P- please. It may have been something in their drink. And, and the babies? Smothered in the crib, doctor said it was the pillows. Too fluffy for wee bairns. Bridget's jaw worked grimly. Now, madam, if you'll excuse me, I have work to do. Yes, yes, of course. Numbly, Hildegard watched as the older woman walked slowly toward the door. Her heart lurched as Bridget turned back toward her. I have a bit of money put by. If you want, madam, I can pack a valise. There's a train at 1105. In the city, you can hire a detective. He'll get to the bottom of it all. Hildegard imagined four little girls, small and light and bright as clouds, dancing in a ring and sent a fierce pledge to them all. The man who'd fathered them only to destroy them and their mothers would pay for his misdeeds. And fortunately for posterity, there would be no male heir after all.
0: If you enjoyed this work of fiction, please show your love by leaving a review. Never miss another story or poem by visiting loveletters 2 com slash join. And if you want the party to continue, I invite you to Prince Prospero's Masquerade over at patreon.com slash love letters to Poe. Until next time, embrace what lurks in the shadows. You never know what gothic adventure lay within.